you have plants, get some freaking oregano Thank and you. put it on top. It's not that Stupid. they're eating people, it's that they're not eating people the right way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to R The 100 Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 28-year-old writer and TV critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass moms and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. Brittany? And what? Would you eat people? <laughs> I feel like everyone knows my answer to this. What, would you eat people? Yeah, if I had to. Mm. But I would want them to be prepared like a little bit more like steak and less like mm. jelly, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23 year old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. Robin? Yeah. Would you eat people? I would eat people if Octavia was killing people right beside me, yes. Yeah. I certainly would. Like, if they were like, hey, the protein crops are definitely failing and we're all gonna die of blight and stuff, you kind of gotta eat people. I'd be like, I would max in it. I'd be like, okay, one year, let's do it. I feel like I'd be like, here I am at this table, none of us are gonna eat and we'll, like, see what happens. And, like, she's like, oh, you know, they'll get hungry enough and then they'll eat. Sure, maybe. Yeah. But if she starts killing my friends right in front of me, I'm like, okay, sounds like I'll eat. Yeah. Plus, like, I honestly think- Put it in a sandwich, though. Some of her, the things that she was saying, because she was very democratically trying to get them to eat, I would be like, you know what? That might work on me. Like, if I protested and she was like, listen, we have to do this because otherwise their bodies go to waste, I'd be like, "Uh, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, the thing I'm most offended by is it doesn't look like any of that was seasoned. Mm. Like, season your meat, guys. Yeah. There's nothing worse than raw meat. Yeah, we can talk about this later, but I'm thinking just like, uh, the only thing that they had on their plates was that in vegetable broth. I can't live on vegetable broth. Yeah, exactly. Nah. So you're gonna have to eat the people because what else are you gonna get full on? Today we have words to say about episode 511 of the 100, The Dark Year. Or like Hannibal part mm. two. It, 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 it was dark. It was a little dark. It was. We have a couple thoughts from listeners. Ooh. The first thing I wanted to do was apologize to Iman because after she sent her audio clip, I literally emailed her and I was like, do you want us to shout out a social media for you? And she was like, sure, here's my social media. And then I fully forgot. Wow. So You let the whole team down. I know. So if you want to follow Iman from last episode, her Twitter is at... I-M-O Fleety. I-M-O-F-L-E-E-T-Y. Please send her nice thing. Her Twitter's really cute too, so yeah. do it. Yeah. And if you want to send us a voicemail, we don't have one this episode, so if you want to send one in and you know we th- you think we missed something, like Amon, King's Token, Amanda, and Lucia so far, mm-hmm. uh, you can send us an email at aficionadospodcast at gmail.com. Yay! Yay! I love all you guys. A couple other things is that we got some comments on our SoundCloud. There was one that we got on our 509 podcast that we didn't talk about last episode that I kind of want to mention. Um, we mm. got a comment from Leocom Beer Crew uh, who says, I think it's just the cross <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love that username. Sorry. I had to have a moment for that one. Um, it's just the cross tattoos? I think it's just the cross tattoos because we saw that Vincent has his whole chest tattooed and he's on Dioza's side. And the guy Murphy talked to had a visible cross tattoo on his face which Imori noticed. Okay, good point. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, Imagine, thank you. Oh, oh my god, Robin, we're so stupid. What? Of course it's a cross. He's Graveyard McCreary. Ah! 
Oh, right, because he has crosses all over his back. Oh, my God. Sorry, we're it's dumb, It's really fam. hard being this dumb, I gotta tell you guys. Shout out at Leo for... I mean, this is why we need people to tell us things, because sometimes yeah. we miss them. This is like, podcasting actually is a two-way street. Yeah. Um, another comment we got was from Lisa Powell on SoundCloud. Shout out Lisa, who sends us smart things. Hi, Lisa! Um, from last week's episode, who said, I, saw, I I actually saw Octavia throwing the spear back in the pit as a power move, not a sign of weakness. Because mm. A, she looked completely unaffected both by almost dying and by all the emotional drama. And B, she was not allowing Gaia's insolence to affect her plan. It was like she was saying, you're not getting out of it that easily. Okay, narratively, that would make a lot more sense. Mm. Because... I definitely saw it as, like, her being like, damn it, please don't make me murder you. Yeah. But that one makes more sense. It's sort of like, she doesn't take Gaia's threat seriously, because it was like, either hit me or fight. Right. Okay. Yeah, I see both ways. Yeah. Happy with either, uh, either interpretation. It's the bisexual of opinions. Mm. Yeah. The title is The Dark Year. No way. They've been talking about The Dark Year. It was the year that was dark. But not really. Did they only nice do it for one year? Yes, they only did it for one year. Okay, good. So Bellamy and Monty are not eating people at the end. No, I assume they're eating the protein crops that eventually came back. Yeah, I was like, is that dehydrated people? Yo, I mean, I thought about that, but people jerky would be far more advanced than whatever they had going on there. Mm, True. So I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, Britannia. Mm, Yes, ma'am. Toot or boot? Oh, toot. Toot, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cl- it's close to a shoot for me, but I'm like, mmm. Really? Because I last night you said you had some really, like, ba- it gave you sad feelings. It did not give me sad feelings. Literally, the promo gave me sad feelings. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I was in my feelings about the promo. But the episode itself, I was really nervous about, of mm. course, because everyone started spilling those Comic-Con spoilers, and wow, those are hard to avoid. Right. Um, but every, of course, all the interpretations were wrong, so after I watched the episode, I was like, oh, actually, this is heartbreaking. Mm. Like, this isn't something to be angry about. This is something to just be sad about. Right. So, no, I really liked it. Cool. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've honestly, like, I don't know, I've... I find that, like, I'm really enjoying this season, but I don't know, like, where a shoot is on... Like, I've only had one shoot, Mm -hmm. and so I don't really know... Like, nothing has given me the warm fuzzies inside like 503 did i believe it was 503 yeah um, so my shoot was like 501 so like we are, we have way different yeah. ways of thinking about it so yeah it was fine like i don't know it wasn't it wasn't bad so i mean it, you know it gave me some gross feelings so i guess like it's probably on the lower end of toot but not because it was a bad episode just because like it made me feel gross yeah, because I mean, it, it's hard because with our toot or boot or shoot or nude or whatever system that we are slowly stealing from Fashion Photo Review, yeah. some of it is like very subjective where it was like, yes. I didn't like that. And then objectively, when you look at each of these episodes, the structure, the pacing, the writing, they're all toots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they definitely, I mean, when you're looking at cannibalism and people are eating other people, you're like, oh, I don't know if I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, good. <laughs> so, uh, should we start talking about the app? Oh my god, yes. So, I split it up into two storylines. So, we've got, like, the war and everything, and then mm-hmm. the dark year. So, wh- okay. which one would you like to talk about first? Um, The war was shorter, so let's cover the war first. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, they go and they tell McCreary about, like, the loop and the eye in the sky. And they have six days. <laughs> and McCreary's like, I need you to override the loop, please random man and the dude goes bro like I love how he's just like brother I don't know but like he's a millennial he should be going bro as if okay he's a millennial he's not from the 90s oh um, that's literally what me. that means 
<laughs> but also, I'm a millennial and I say bro as if. Yeah, I would be like, bro, I don't know how to help you here. Yeah, bro. But also, I, how do you? I don't know anything. This is why we need Shaw. How do you not know how to rewind like as a millennial? Yeah. He's like, do you know? How... I guess that's him being like, do you know how complicated this is? Like before you just had to click on the remote. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Okay, this is okay, future okay. stuff. Okay, but okay, go with me on this. Okay. What if Allegis used old school stuff like literal tapes? Oh my God. And that, that's why the millennials are like, what is this? Oh my God. They're like, a VCR? I don't know. He's like, I don't know. Is there an iPad? I can scroll back. I don't know. I don't get it. There is no like progress bar on the bottom. <laughs> I don't get it. He like, the, that guy was in prison for so long, he missed the whole invention of tablets. <laughs> yeah. He's been in prison since he was two. <laughs> He's like, dude, I don't, I, I can't, I can't do anything. I'm so sorry. Please don't murder me. I know we're in those times or whatever. I was actually kind of surprised that McCreary didn't murder him for that. I feel like maybe they're friends. I don't know. I don't, you think McCreary has friends? Yeah, Nash was his friend. I love how he's not just, where's Nash? Which one was, Ma this is how memorable Nash is. Which one was Nash? Nash was the one that Maddie killed last episode. Oh, yeah. Because hmm. they were just killing the defectors, but, like, McCurry has bros. Right, 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 right. You know? Well, McCurry has followers that yeah. he's fond of. Um, okay, so my next note is cave party. So they're all in a cave, and they're having a party. And pilot mechanic is kind of happening, which I think is a good ship name. Yeah, I prefer pilot mechanic as well. Because there's Zavin, but, um, and, like, that's cute. But now they're like, his name isn't even Zeke. And I'm like, okay, I disagree because his name is absolutely Zeke, but like, fine, I'll call it Pilot Mechanic then. Yeah, it's, it's Pilot Mechanic and I won't hear otherwise. Cool. Um, So he's like, wow, can you fix everything? And she's like, yeah, everything except my leg. And Murphy's like, she can't fix everything. She's not actually that cool. Um, What's up with Smurfo? Why is Murphy jealous? <laughs> okay, I feel like Murphy is like vetting Shaw out because he's like, hey, that's my friend Raven. Yeah. And you have to earn her dude oh my gosh right so he's like um if you defend her while i'm roasting her then you can stay yeah <laughs> this is actually a test wow yeah. i didn't see it like that at all so i love this new interpretation what, what did you see it as like smurfo's like actually jealous oh yeah i mean that's how the, that's what they that's what it seemed like that's what they were setting it up as i think i think you could honestly this is like one of those moments where it could be like 500 different inter interpretations yeah. from Murphy enjoys messing with his friend Raven to Murphy wants to, uh, or Murphy is in love with his friend Raven. Yeah. And any of them could be valid. Honestly, within any, any of those scenarios, I'm fine. I'm down with it. I would need a lot of convincing for Murphy and Raven just mm. because of their history, which they acknowledged right yes. there when she was like, everything but my leg. And then Murphy was like, hey, <laughs> I did that. That was Time my to bad. Why did you have to remind yeah. me of that mistake that I made? Oopsie daisy. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know. I've always kind of been like, even if it's like not reciprocated. Like, I'm not saying mm -hmm. Raven and Murphy should be together. I think if Raven has a crush on, uh, or if Murphy has a crush on Raven, that's cute. That we don't get hilarious. to see Murphy have crushes on people, like, because Amori just kind of, like, worked out. Like, we never get to see Murphy, um, like, pining. That's good. Well, Murphy's version of pining is just being mean. Exactly. Oh my god, Murphy and I have so much in common, actually. <laughs> being mean. She's like, oh yeah, I can fix everything. And he's like, no! Which is exactly what he did to Amori. Yeah. It's like, no, oh, actually, I guess you're not so good at this. Actually, you suck, and these are a list of things that you can't fix, so... You know what you can't fix? 
My broken heart. <laughs> so either way, like I know, like Ravens with Zeke, and that's fine. I kind of, yes. I kind of like the idea of Murphy having like a little bit of a crush on her, though. I think that's cute. And I'm on the thing where it's like in fandom, I think it's cute, but in canon, right. like considering like that, I'm like, right. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, of course. Yeah. But like another thing is it's just like when, and I'm not excusing Murphy's actions at all. I never, I never do that. But I do want to point out that when Murphy did hurt Raven, it was like, he was not meaning to actually hurt anybody. He just shot into the ground. I mean, he was Loki trying to kill Bellamy. No, and that, that's, that's not what I meant though. It's like, he wasn't aiming at Raven. Aiming for Raven. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm just saying. And I think Raven to Murphy kind of exists. All the consequences of his actions all wrapped up into one person. Right. So I wonder if like, he's like, if this person like is okay with me, then like I can be okay with myself. Exactly. And I think that's the point of like the last two seasons of them as people is becoming friends and Mm -hmm. accepting that while they can't take back anything of what happened, they can try and, like, heal over it. Right. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'm not sure why I said that Murphy, w- we've never seen Murphy pining because clearly he loves Bellamy. Oh my god, you fool. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what? about it. Although it's just like, Robin, Murphy did three things this episode. I'm like, oh, a whole conversation about Murphy? Sure! I always want to talk about Murphy. <laughs> Me too. Um, so he's like, yeah, anyway, she's not even, like, that cool. Like, she took her, like, six years to get us to the ground. And she's like, well, we're here. So. I'm Raven. Whatever. And he's like, okay, Murphy, well. did you help at all? Well, I have a backup plan, and that's, um, Allegis 3. See, remember when I stayed behind with you because I love you? <laughs> so, no. Stop. Do remember when I stayed behind with you because we're best friends? And that's another thing that you couldn't do. Every time that you can't do something, I put it away in my brain bank, and I remember it for right now. God, he's such a jerk. <laughs> he's like, hey, you failed at one thing that I never could have accomplished. Let me remind you of this. He's like, oh, fine. Yeah, like I couldn't do that one thing. And Zeke's like, wow, you did other things? And I'm like, wow, this is a lot of foreshadowing. Wow. Why could we possibly be bringing up Allegis 3? Hmm. Like two episodes before the finale. Also, like, I've seen a lot of people like really big fan of like how Zaven played out. Um... Okay. Uh, what? Kind of feels cheesy, I, but it whatever. It felt a little bit cheesy to me. Like, I don't know. You know what it makes me feel like? It makes me feel like Zeke is maybe still in the mode of being like, as if, what's the word? The word where you like start actually like getting with, like getting together with people, like flirting and stuff. Um, yeah. It, it makes me feel like maybe he still thinks it's like, 2020 or whatever you know like he probably still you know this is how it this is how he would flirt when he was like a teenager but now it like feels out of place now because it's just like it's the apocalypse bro but he's like oh i see what you're saying it's a very 21st century way of flirting exactly and so it feels out after the apocalypse yeah oh that's a good point because like the way that people flirt on this show is like let me save your life. Awkward and, yeah. Like, think about how Clark and Lexa flirted. Yeah, true. The weirdest flirting in the whole world. <laughs> Bellamy and Echo are like, let me prevent you from killing yourself. And let me make a joke while I do yeah. it. And somehow that fits in more. Murphy and Amori are like, let's run away together and thieve. Let's commit crimes. <laughs> and Zeke is like, is there anything you can't fix? I mean, if anyone is treating her like a princess, though. Yeah. Like, God, do I support that. <sighs> 
because Raven deserves to be like like awed at, like fawned over, being mm. like, "Wow, you can really do all these cool things." So yes, yeah, she can. So uh, now, um, they're like, "Okay, well, we should be able to like get a radio signal at Polis, so like let's connect it." Um, the problem right now is that they're not looking for us which they were before, so not really sure what's going on. And they're like, oh, it must be because she knows about Octavia. Um, And so now we have to tell them to go back. Which I kind of love this whole thing because in the background the entire time you can see Kane like tending to Dioza. He's just like, hush little baby. Literally. He's just taking, he's found someone to take care of because he can't take care of Abby. And he's like, hmm, this person has small child within them. I must parent this child. (laughs) Um, So now we've got Wan crew walking around the dead zone or, you know, everything's the dead zone now. But um, how in the world did the worms not come back? Man, I remain convinced that those worms are coming back. Dude, they have to. They had like a whole like shot for them. Yeah. And now, like, but now they're, like, leaving the dead zone type of place, so... I don't know. Um, I don't know. Okay. I would love if the worms made a surprise reappearance. If the worms don't come back, I'm confused. If the worms don't come back, I'm gonna be so sad because I spent a good 20 minutes with everyone on Saturday at Comic-Con just talking about how much I love the worms. Because mm. <laughs> I was like, on what other show would you be getting this content? Oh, yes, Brittany... What did you do since our last recording? I went to Comic-Con. Cool. How was that? Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. I saw lots of things and I hung out with lots of cool people. And I met Shauna Benson, who wrote last week's episode, uh, directed by Henry and Cusick. And she had nothing but wonderful things to say about him as a director. And I hung out with Joe Garfine, who is hashtag friend of the pod. Yes. And actual all around, like one of my favorite humans of all time. And she made Sam and I recount our entire love story, which was so cute. I also did a thing. What did you do this weekend? I don't even know how to talk about it. I went to a concert. Yeah, it was a good show. What kind of concert? It was a like comedy show, but then also a concert. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm, uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And who was the act that you saw? Oh, um, it was this lovely man named Brian Furcus. I don't know if you've heard uh-huh. about him. Um, I think I've I I've heard vague rumblings of like who that right. is. Yeah. Um, does he have like a stage name? You know he does, but it it, it escapes me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Did, I mean, maybe we could Google it. Oh, okay, okay. You go ahead and Google okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Brian Michael Fergus. <laughs> no, I think... Oh, it is Stop too. It is Michael, know. isn't it? Yeah. Brian Michael It's Furcus. upsetting that you know his middle I name. I sure do. Oh, it says that he goes by Trixie Mattel. Oh, oh. that's who that yeah. is. Oh, that's so crazy. Did you meet Trixie Mattel? I, I, you know what? Uh, that... Re- I think I did, if if I remember correctly. I like that there's a think in there because you're not entirely sure that it was real that it happened. <laughs> I don't actually remember a whole lot of it. I it was very brief though. You're like my my dreams just came true, low key though. <laughs> so anyway, so we had a big week. We did. We both had a big week. I was called sweetheart. Did anyone call you sweetheart other than Sam this week? Um, no, but Henry and Cusick recognized Sam when she interviewed him. Oh my god, that's so nice. Like, there's actually, it's really funny, the video interview that she needs to put up, you can see at the end, he kind of, like, does a double take, and he's like, oh, it is you. And so, like, he's, like, thinking about it, and then he comes back in the room, and he went up to her, and he was like, hey, you're who I think you are. And Sam's like, why do you know who I am? Aww. So, Henry and Cusick is a class act angel. Aww. Yeah. That's 
That's nice. Yeah. So a lot of lot of stuff going on on this small diversion we've had. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah okay so they're gonna speak Trigetislang over the radio. Um. Fine. How cute that all of them know Trig because Amori Smort. and Echo taught them. Smort. Cute. Hey. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Big wow. deal in this scene. Mm. Harper had a line. Yes. What's a Harper? I, I don't know her. Well, me either, but I mean, she was there. So they're like, oh my God, Clark must have told them. And Har- Harper's like, well, Clark knows how to speak trig. So either way, like, they're going to know what we're saying. So we might as well speak English. Who cares? Um. Uh, so they're like, oh, you have to turn back. And he's like, girl, no, like, we can't. We'll be there in five days. So see you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And so... Echo tells a character named Lindo to do something. We don't see Lindo's face, though, so I can't tell you which one Lindo is, but he has a name. Uh, I'm going to pretend that he was named after Lando Calrissian. Thank mm, you. That's what I thought you would do. Oh. Um, uh, My next question is, Echo refers to them as Space Crew. Mm, is that... So that's canon that's now. That's canon. Have they, ever, ha- have they ever used that before? No. Live? I'm so happy. They're like, yeah, we are space crew. We are a family. They've been calling themselves space crew? Kate, do you think they should get jackets now? Yeah. They should, right? Yeah, I don't know where they'll get them made, but they can do it. I mean, wherever Abby's, like, leather jacket that clearly was custom for her came from. It was made of people. Stop it. Sorry. She might be right, though. She loves cannibals until this episode, apparently. I really... I mean, <laughs> my OTP are cannibals, and I still love them. <laughs> In fact, um, I love them more now. Mm. My favorite part about this, though, is that she's like, Space Crew, you're with me and Murphy. <laughs> I don't know if this was, like, scripted or what, but she goes, Space Crew, you're with me, and Murphy goes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's just used to taking orders from Echo, I guess. She's like, Space Crew, you're with me. He's like, yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, on it. Yeah. I don't know if that was scripted, but I appreciate it. Okay, so um, I have a question for you, though. Okay, okay. Is it me, or was this whole battle plan just very confusing? I didn't find it confusing. Would you I, like me to explain it? I just, I was watching it, and I was like, wait, you're speaking Trig, and then you're not speaking Trig, and then there's people coming, and there's not people coming, and McCreary knows, and then McCreary doesn't know, and I'm like, uh, why is this an episode of Friends? They don't know that we know they know we know. <laughs> I think that I definitely, I I can't really speak to what I understood the first time around because I don't remember. But after watching it a second time and doing notes on it, I I remember I know what happened. Okay, so what what is the plan? Okay, so basically Dioz's plan was to have like there are three entrances to the valley. Okay. Yes. Three entrances, and Dioz's plan was to have um like a station on like two stations for each each entrance on either side where like snipers would be up there. Mm-hmm. And just grabbing people from the ground or okay. from like way up high, right? Okay. And so that was Dioza's plan. And so they're like, oh no, well, Dioza, like, what can we do? Like, is there any way to get past this? And she's like, oh yes. So here's what they're gonna do is they're all gonna go through entryway number, or like, they're gonna send like Miller and Co. Wait, is it Miller? Or it might be like Space Crew who's going in first. See what I mean? I can't exactly remember. I think they said, but I don't remember when. But about, uh, I don't remember which. Um, people are going. Anyway, so the first people are going to go in through entryway A, and they're going to start going pow 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 like how uh-huh. a fox says. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, That's how battle sounds, yeah. That was such a good joke! Oh, I'm very proud of that. I'm quite pleased I'm golf okay. clapping for you. Thank you. I, well, I thought it was pretty good. After I said it, I was like, nice. No, it was really good. 
I'm gonna, okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so there's gonna be a, a couple people going in in entryway A, and they're gonna go pow pow pow. Wait. Okay. And so this is the part of the plan that involves them commuting with communicating with Octavia. Right. Okay. So they're going in at entryway A. And when they go in at entryway A, they're all going to be like, oh, okay, they're all coming through entryway A. Okay, got it. So everyone from B and C is also going to come to entryway A because they think that's where everyone's coming through. Okay. And meanwhile, while all the people are shooting at entryway A and everyone has left, everyone's going to come in through entryway C. Okay. Because there's no one there. Except that later in the episode, they decide to backstab Octavia. What? Well, yeah. When? Well, when Kane was like, hey, instead of doing all of this, we're going to turn ourselves in. So it's like, okay, so how does that plan change? What happens to one crew? I'm I'm pretty sure that was just a Dioza and Kane thing. But what was the point? The point is that Kane doesn't want Octavia to come in. But now Dioza has told them... Oh boy, actually you're See? right. See? Now I have, now I am confused. Diosa was like, hey Octavia, so- here's how you get in the valley. And then Kane was like, I'm not letting the devil in the valley. And I was like, one, boss line. Two, great move. Three, don't know what it means. So did Kane and Diosa the whole time think, let's give them this alternate plan because I know how we can counteract their alternate plan. Yeah, I think that they're playing like- Oh, Too much. Triple agents. Oh boy. And they're gonna tell the plan to McCreary and then McCreary is gonna kill Octavia. Octavia? I guess. I don't... I understood the original plan, but then they became triple agents rather than double agents, and now I'm confused. See? See, now I gotcha. now I don't feel so dumb. I know it's going to play out in the next episode, and we're going to understand, yeah. but sometimes with this show, because they play the long con with some plans, I'm just mm-hmm. sitting here like, how are we supposed to work any of this out? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, Kane's like, okay, I'll come, and they're like, no, Kane, you can't come because trust, and he's like, mm. Okay. Um, remind me why we don't trust Kane. Because Kane's like with Dioza, and they were like against Dioza, and they're still against Dioza. She says she's a hostage. RN. I mean, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's my guess. I'm just like sitting here going like, leave Dioza alone. She's pregnant. She's got a lot of work <laughs> to do right now. Um, and Murphy talks about how he never gets a gun. He only ever gets like two rocks to hit together. <laughs> Um, and they're like, also, Zeke, you can't come either because, um, you'll be tortured and then you'll help them. So, hey, that's the foundations of a trusting relationship. Yeah. (laughs) You can't come. Because what if you get tortured and then you change your mind? You're a dumb baby. And I'm like, yeah. Ooh, I mean, she has a point, but ouch. He's like, maybe my regular flirting won't work. Yeah. He's like, oh, wait. Maybe it has Maybe to be adjusted to... for war. Hmm. Seems like this whole show's about grand gestures. Probably going to go do that. Maybe I'll do yeah. that. <laughs> so uh, uh, Bellamy and Indra want to go talk to Octavia. And Miller's like, listen, um, you don't have an office right now. So like just the front of the line, I guess, is your office. Um, we disarmed them. So can they come in? And she's like, hmm, enter. This is like so, Lex's remote office that she had when we met her the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she was doing her eyeliner. Yeah. So then uh, they come up and they're like, hey, just so you know, what you're doing is super dumb. Like, I've told you this before, but like, just so you know, um, it's stupid. <laughs> I love that every, um, everyone in this episode is just looking at Octavia and going, you're an idiot. You're stupid. Everything you're doing is stupid. And so Indra's like, listen, there are three entry points, like I said, and they're all going to be like mega armed because they know we're coming. So once again, bad idea. And Bellamy's like, cool. So here's the thing is that we can't go back because you burned the farm. We can't stop because we'll run out of rations and starve. So um, you're a freaking murderer of literally everyone here and you suck. And bye. Have a nice walk. 
And let's not forget um, that Octavia literally tried to kill Bellamy like last episode. Mm. So uh, anything where it was like, ooh, Bellamy, that was harsh. No, it wasn't. Wasn't harsh enough. No. Wasn't harsh enough. No. So uh, now um, Space Crew is going to spy in the snow, question mark? I, yeah. Snow? I, I guess it snowed here. I don't remember it snowing, but they're up in the mountains. Um, snow? Listen, there's not as much snow as in Alberta. You're going to be fine. No, I know. It's just like the whole planet was irradiated and there's not enough global warming for there to be, there'd still be snow. Well, isn't it technically nuclear winter? And yet they're in like a place with heat waves and sand somewhere else. Listen, there's no logic. It's not like they're near the equator. (laughs) There's no logic to post-apocalyptic weather. This reminds me of Riverdale. We would watch Riverdale and we'd be like, what time of year is it? Because it'd be snowing the first episode and the next episode, Cheryl would be sunbathing. And then it'd snow again. It's like no one realizes that they're shooting in like the Pacific Northwest and that they kind of have to establish what the temperature and climate is. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Or have any continuity. I remember that when we were like watching season one and they were like, oh, it's snowing this episode. And we're like, okay. And then we were watching season two and they were like, it's snowing. And we're like, okay. So did we skip Christmas? And they're like, Christmas episode. And we're like, but now it's not snowing. Well, you kind of just have to go with the whim of the old BC weather. So... Mm. Plus, also, I want to point out that in that Kane and Dioza scene where they're talking about hope, there's frost on all the flowers. Okay. So winter has actually been approaching. We just, like, have kind of missed parts of it. Okay. Anyway. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. So they're like, okay, well, now we're here and we see that there is lots of ammunition and guns and also it's too cold here. So this is a bad way in. Yeah. I'm like, you're, yeah, find a less cold place because that's apparently important. No. Um, so also they'll see them coming from forever. So this is a bad place. Let's not go here. And Murphy's like, ooh, I see a gun. I know. I can't decide whether having Murphy on missions is a good thing or detrimental to everyone's safety. (laughs) Murphy's like, all my bros aren't here to back me up on this gun violence. Come on, ladies, let's go. And they're like, stupid, but okay. (laughs) And Amori's sitting there the whole time like, no, I'm going to get him a gun. Yeah, no, we'll definitely get him a gun. That's my man. Um, uh, so he's like, listen, okay, I know you think this is a bad idea. Echo, who's the kind of leader right now because she knows what's up. But if we steal all their guns, they can't use them to shoot us. I'm for this plan. And she's like, hmm. Okay, you've convinced me. Let's go. Yeah. So then he gets caught immediately by someone who is just playing peekaboo. Um, uh, literally, Murphy like walks up and he's like, boing, gotcha. <laughs> he was too busy playing video games. <laughs> he was like, I was playing Candy Crush, but now this just works out. No, oh my God. He probably hasn't seen snow for so long that he was like building a little snowman. Aww. Isn't that nice? Too bad he died. So anyway, Echo protects Murphy because they're a family and out come some guys with our good buddy, the boom, boom gun. Oh my God. And the guy comes out and he says, I don't, (laughs) I don't jump guns. I am am the the boom, boom boom gun. gun. (laughs) I don't jump guns. I am the boom, boom gun. Um, and so the other guy's just like, Hey, how about you put that gun down and we'll turn, um, your girl squad into pink smoke or dust or whatever and i'm like hmm that's it is it pink because you're being sexist or is it pink because that's the color it makes it and gonna say it's pink because that's the color it makes it but i take your point Mm. i take your point because when he said that i was just like oh wait yeah, he is with all girls, isn't he? I love that on this show, it's like not a thing. You you don't even notice it. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, there's this squad. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is like reverse Avengers. 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Murphy is Black so, Widow if Black Widow was kind of useless and liked rocks. <laughs> so they're like, hey, now that we have all these people totally as hostages, everyone touch your dark mark so Voldemort will show up. Stop it. And then we'll be heroes. <laughs> they're like, great plan. Woo. Woohoo. <laughs> so Shaw's like, nuts so fast it's me shaw and i'm like oh i forgot you were around (laughs) he's like here i am i was sneaky i just want to um give a shout out to the props crew for all of these guns Mm, honestly the guns the the guns the swords the boom boom gun beautiful yeah um so raven's um pissed and shaw yeah just like saves them and does some like cool stuff and he's like did you like my grand gesture and she's like no I love that this is like the Maybe reverse. later. This is the reverse of every angsty scene in an action movie. Yeah. Where like the girl comes charging in to save the dude and he's like mad at her because she risked her life and she could have oh died. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's literally like, no, honey, stay here. Stay here where you can't be hurt. Yeah. I will protect you from over here. And then she shows up and he's like, that was so risky. That was, that was irresponsible. How could you? Yep. It's Every, it's literally the reverse of every movie trope and it's like as much as I like don't really like feel this ship I think that's hilarious mm-hmm. and I love it and Maury's like hey John guess what do you want the boom boom gun and he's like yes honestly um low-key marriage proposal yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> am I right and then Echo's like hmm yeah okay you can stay I thought you were just like a computer nerd but I guess you also know kung fu whatever Echo's so valid. I love that Echo's the one that's making the rules. She's like, okay, I'm putting together the teams. I'm in charge. Um, I pick you, 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 and you, and uh, you could choke. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, Kane. And Kane's like, you know what? If y'all had just clued me in like six episodes ago, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, literally open communication is a problem. But he's like, you know what? I would rather hang out with my new friend Dioza anyway, because we have nice talks about things. Speaking of Dioza, she says the baby is fine. And he's like, ugh, but you need a doctor. And she's like, speaking of doctors, hi, Miss Abby. And he's like, me too. That's exactly how that scene went. Thank you so much. I hope she's okay. Me too. That, that, is that not how that scene went? Abby's so beautiful and brave. I think so too. Hashtag Cabioza. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I like about this scene is like, Dioza waxes poetic about Abby for like yeah. a solid minute. And Kane's just sitting there like, you know, like, I love, like, the body language and, like, the actual seriousness that Henry and Cusick has where, like, he doesn't say anything, but you can read all over his face that, like, he's mm. in pain and he's sad yeah. listening to the stories of, like, what's happened to Abby. But to me, I was just laughing because I was like, why is Dioza me? <laughs> also, may I just point out that she says that she protected my baby. Um, So, like, Abby protects hope, you know? Like, she just... She- really cares about hope she does because i love that the narrative for like the first times in season one is going hey the stuff that abby does is valid yeah and she does good things and bad things and that makes her no better or no worse than anyone else on this show Mm. which it sometimes forgot to do especially when she would like butt heads with clark and you kind of just look at abby as like the overprotective mom who's like cramping clark style Mm. and i was like but She's a mom and that's her kid going to war. I would be concerned. I don't know. Yeah. And so now they're like, hey, Abby is a hero and we're going to have that explicitly stated right here. So she's like, listen, like, drugs suck, bro. Like, I've lost 
men, more men to pills than like actual war. And, you know, that stuff is garbagey. I love that that's a commentary on our, the way that we, our current world is. But did I fully, totally give Abby pills and help her along with her addiction? Sure. Sure did. Sure did. Only felt bad when I realized you two are actual human people with feelings. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And she says that the Red Queen will reign over the Green Valley. Um, cool. So Christmas colors? Oh, that's nice. Santa's coming. So yeah. Aw. Well, Kane's got the beard for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's like, I think it's her, who's just like, oh, like, maybe Octavia will forgive you too. Like, I hope that she does because you deserve to live and you're good people, actually. She also literally is like, hey, I'm just gonna come up with, like, this wild fanfic scenario really quickly where, like, Octavia forgives you for defecting and then we all live happily ever after. Yeah. And oh, speaking of happily ever after, I'm so sorry, but I have to do this. What? Diosa says happily ever after to Kane. Kane says happily ever after. Uh-huh. And I'm so sorry, but I must point out. Oh no, that here we go. There is an episode in season six of Lost that is a Desmond episode that like is actually like centered around Desmond called Happily Ever After. Okay, well that's pretty cute. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So happily ever after. <laughs> and he's like, how do you choose between a monster and the devil? So when you watched this the first time, which one did you think was which? You know, I don't recall. Oh, really? I I, I kind of thought just like, mm, yeah, both can, both uh, correlates to either. Okay. Whatever. I definitely thought that McCreary was the devil because he was more of the mustache twirling kind. Mm. And then Octavia was like the monster from below. Right. But whew, that did not well, turn like, out to be right. I'm not sure. Like, it makes sense now, now knowing which one it is, because obviously McCree's a monster because he's a murderer, but Octavia has, like, maybe done more murders than McCreary and also, like, forced people to be a cannibal. And as far as Kane knows, potentially as far as we know, it was Octavia's, uh, not necessarily idea, but, like, idea to, like, start killing people and make it a crime and, like, force people and stuff. Oh, yeah. I fully believe that Abby was like, you have to coerce them, not you should murder people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, um, Abby's a doctor, so she's not going to be like, hey, you should murder people. Yeah, just murk them right in front of people. Yeah. There are children in the room, but meh. Yeah, I really don't think, because you, you can see all over Abby's face, obviously, it's getting ahead, but she's like, oh, God. <laughs> she's like, it's working, though? I don't know. It's working, but I'm horrified, and this should not have happened. Yeah. So, Echo's saying, like, there are going to be people at all three points, and the the entry points are, like, dried up rivers. Okay. Um... That's just something that she said, and it was a big word, and I was like, what does that mean? And then I was like, okay, he's a drive up river. <laughs> um, uh, so then, yeah, each one has two gunner stations, and Dio's is like, oh my god, he has my book. Ugh. He has my baby names. How will I remember them all? Well, she and Kane already picked one, so it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. She'll remember. Yeah. She's like, but I need a middle name. Ugh, maybe it'll be Abby. <laughs> I doubt that very much. <laughs> and so she's like, listen, my book is like mega detailed. And they're like, okay, well, like, what's the plan then? My favorite part and... is Echo's like, you wrote it down? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what kind of person writes all their thoughts down? Maybe you're the ignorant spy. <laughs> Literally, like, Echo was thinking this whole time that Dioza was some, like, big, like, hot shot, like, planner. And then she's like, wait, you're actually just one of those planner girls? <laughs> Like, where are your stickers? 
Yeah. Did you have a bullet journal in there, Dioza? A bullet journal. This is your favorite spread? The one with all your war plans on it? Yeah, like she even drew little guns in it. Aww. Oh, <laughs> so uh, then we go back to Octavia and Co. And she's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stick together and then we're going to win. They're like, good plan, mom. That's not much of a plan. <laughs> and so Bellamy comes in and he's like, sup. Um, so we're good. Like Echo found a way. Um, also, can I talk to you privately? And she's like, sure. So everyone leaves and he's just like, hey, I just wanted to remind you that you're stupid. <laughs> I love like... He didn't want to embarrass her because he knows that, like, if he says, talks crap in front of other people, that's grounds for getting thrown in a pit again. So he's like, hey, can you leave so that I can roast her right to her face? Thank you. Like, I know I've told you. you this multiple times already, but what you're doing is very dumb. Yeah, like, you suck, And you've made dude. many mistakes. Yeah. So he's like, we're going to be there in four days. And so here's what we're going to do is that I will tell you how we're going to get in, but... What you have to do is you have to be willing to share the um, the value with them. Like, we'll take their surrender. Like, you'll still be in charge or whatever. But it'll be actual peace and a monarchy, not a dicta- dictatorship. You feel me? Hey, I actually have a timeline question for you. Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. I know. Yes. <laughs> Mercury's like, you got to yeah. get her on her feet in 24 hours. Yep. And then he's like, in five days, in four days, in three days, we're here. And she's like wake up mom (laughs) like what what okay so was it four days or was it one day because because i would be like oh like this isn't happening concurrently except that it is it's supposed to be it's supposed to be happening all concurrently so did because i did research into abby's rapid detox it's a real Mm. thing but it takes two to three days Mm. so gotcha (laughs) right you're confused Yeah, so, like, I could maybe see Clark being, like, McCreary, like, she's doing a rapid detox, like, it's gonna take three days, and McCreary could be like, it's okay, but no, because he's like, well, they'll be here in three days, so I kind of need to be alive. Exactly. So, nah, looks like you're gonna have to operate, is what I assumed was going to happen. Same. But I think we're just gonna have to be like, I have a complaint about the timeline, and move on. Which I'm totally fine with, because, honestly, like... The Abby stuff was so good. I'm like, okay, if it took 24 hours or three days, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So Octavia's like, you might have a hard time believing this, but like, I also want peace. And he's like, you were right. I don't believe you. Octavia, if you wanted peace, you wouldn't have burned the farm. Yeah. You would have given people an option. Because in the bunker, it was either you eat people or you starve to death and you die. But here it was, hey, we can eat plants and stay here and no one has to go to war or eat people. And she's like, hmm, doesn't sound good. There, there was I a clear where, where the bunker had a difficult moral like grayness in terms of choice. This one, they had a clear choice. Mm. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, as if I super don't believe you. And she's like, okay, well, whatever then, like what's, what's the plan? And he's like, ugh, I don't even want to tell you now. Indra will tell you. And she's like, Look, Bellamy, this is what was meant to be. Like, this was our destiny to fight side by side together. And he's like, I'm not even fighting for you. I'm fighting for my family of six years. You're not even my family anymore. Who are you? Um, I love this line. I know some mm. people don't like it because they don't oh. like, they don't like buy that they're family in the first place, Um, which is something that I saw. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, a lot of people, I guess, on, and I mean, all, when I say a lot of people, I mean people on Twitter, not general viewers like you and like you and me, but also we're on Twitter. 
Um, Jason Rothenberg kind of had like a discussion last night about how some people really don't understand how space crew is a family, how we're supposed to like characters like Echo and Kane and Abby, like what's up with this? Like, why is any of this this way? And I was like, I actually really buy that space crew is a family because it's not that Bellamy keeps saying the word family. It's that he's taken actions to get back to them like he yeah. puts them he puts them first it's not it's not the dialogue that tells you it it's his actions mm-hmm. and it, that doesn't mean that octavia and clark aren't his like part of his family but the people that he believes are in the most danger and his girlfriend the woman that he loves are all in like a place that you know is very dangerous for them and i cannot and stress enough that it has been Six, Six years. years. I'm going to keep... Okay. I, I'm so sorry I keep bringing up Big Brother. But, like, people literally say... If people get in showmances, which is, like, a romance that happens on the show, um, like, they will, like, start saying I love you to each other within two weeks because it's just, like, this is the amount of hours we have spent together. Yep. And it's, like... Like, this just happened on Big Brother, like, a couple weeks ago, where this guy, like, dude literally went home second, and they had been like, I love you, because it had been, like, two full weeks, which is, like, how many hours, which is, like, months in, like, regular time. Yeah, because you're not, you know, going on occasional dates, you're, you're together 24-7. For six, okay, and Big Brother is only three months. This was six, six years. Years. And yes, I absolutely wish we'd seen a little bit more of them in the flashbacks. But their interpersonal dynamics, to me, sell the fact that, you know, Amori slinging her arm around Echo. Echo calling Raven her girl. Echo calling Raven spacewalker. Bellamy and Echo's relationship. Like, Murphy staying behind for Amori, sacrificing himself. All of these small gestures add up to, this is a little family unit. And so I buy it. I want to see more of Monty and Harper with them. Yeah, that's the one thing where I'm like, are Monty and Harper, like, still on the yeah. show? I miss so, them. So, speaking of Monty, um, uh, oh we're going to have a real quick travel montage. <laughs> when this was going, I was like, why is this a fan video? Who made this? I loved it. Um, uh, And then Monty comes over to talk to Bellamy, and they both sit crisscross applesauce around mm-hmm. the campfire. And mm-hmm. they share some rations. Glad to hear it's not actually people anymore. And he's like, listen, like, you two can stay behind um and we'll just fight and then you can come afterwards and instead like rather than zeke who's just like nah and comes in anyway they're like cool thanks bellamy me same it's not not what they want yeah bye good luck with that i'll be over here and bellamy knows monty enough to know that that's Mm -hmm. what he wants but that they'll still march if they have to um so bellamy because they're a family bellamy says that they're gonna take 80 acres um, that's big. So There's so good. many acres. And hopefully he'll be able like to grow 80. more than algae there. And he's like, yes, farming! Come, Come through, through farming. Um, okay, here's a part where I got confused. What? Confused? Mm-hmm. No way. What? Um, Someone's confused on this podcast? Actually, yeah. usually it's me. <laughs> when I was doing my notes today, watching Netflix with subtitles on, like I like to do. Same. 
we were with Space Crew, and they had something about Miller yelling something. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so Wan Crew and Space Crew are together? Like, that doesn't really make sense, but okay, I guess Miller like, came and found them and stuff. And it said, like, literally in parentheses, Miller talking, talking, and I was like, yeah, I mean, that sounds like Jared. And then the next scene, he's, like, with Octavia and Bellamy and everything, and I'm just like, so who is that yelling, and why are they important? Maybe it was over the radio? Oh, maybe. Okay, that would make sense. Okay. Yeah. Either way, like, if not, like, I don't know who that was yelling and how they, like, knew the plan so well and, like, thought they were a leader enough to yell him. But whatever. <laughs> um, so they're going to go in and it's going to take 10 minutes for all the reinforcements of McCreary's to show up. And cool. So then Zeke comes over and he's like, please forgive me. Why do you hate me? I was trying to be nice. And she's like, oh, I care about you. And they do some, like, kissing. Okay. Okay. I don't. It's just, it's such a rom-com thing. And it's like, if you ship it, God, I support you. God, you're valid. To, for me, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, this was the, where, this was the sweet romance that you had that, like, sort of Lincoln mm. and Octavia had. And then you've got the angsty stuff with Kate and Abby and Echo and Bellamy. So, I mean, they're covering all their bases. I'm just like, I'm not overly me neither, And, you know, that's fine. Seemed like, a, you know, it was a good kiss. It was like a real cute first kiss and stuff i don't really like watching people kiss so like after the first one i was like cool i'm done i'm done thank you um (laughs) the thing is like they're both so attractive and i like seeing them put their faces yeah oh yeah if they could just like sit and like be a couple inches away from each other i'd be like nice no i like i like watching them kiss like it's nice but i'm like um i just i'm mostly just in support of this because god Mm -hmm, raven mm -hmm, deserves mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know Especially because somehow she didn't get some for nah. six years in space. Because apparently everyone on nah. Space Crew is blind. Dude. Anyway, Echo and Raven is my ride or die ship. Thank Dude. You. I just like wish that I shipped Pilot Mechanic more. Because I feel like I would have been so happy with that kiss. Yeah. If, if it had, dude, if that had been Snake Parents from Riverdale with like the <gasps> pull in and everything, I would oh my have God. died. So I wish I shipped it more. I wish I yeah, did because it, I would have found it so satisfying. I would have yeah. been so happy. Yeah, I care about like Zeke and Raven or Sean Raven about as much as I care about. I mean, I'm not going to insult them by comparing them to Bughead. <laughs> but to like Veronica and Archie where it's like, yeah, you two are pretty and I it's nice when you kiss, but I'm not invested <laughs> Except in it. I hate one of you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's Archie. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I'm just I'm just always happy that Veronica has yeah. someone who loves her. So I'm happy that she has someone. Raven God, has someone who loves Riverdale. her. I don't know why. I'm so excited for it to come back. Anyway, um, so Echo is sad. She misses her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She would like to also kiss a boy. And Amori's like, I am a person. Echo, kiss me. <laughs> kiss me. Amori's like, yeah, I know how you feel. I mean, yeah. I kissed John like two days ago. Yeah, we should actually, probably talk about that later. Actually, we should talk about. We need some closure. Blah, whatever. Um. No, I think no, I think that Echo oh, and Amori yeah. should gossip about it. Dude, I want gossip in yeah. this show. I want gossip so bad. Oh my um, god, yes. Because you know Amori yeah. is a filthy gossip. Oh my god. You know she knows all the tea. She and John probably would sit and just like share oh, yeah. everything that they heard. Um, so yeah, Amori is comfort- comforting Echo and she's like, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, here's our plan. Um, I can't talk about this right now because I'm sad. So let's do this instead. Um, so love you echo they will go to a and they'll then then everyone else will come in through c and brell's like cool i'll tell my people and miller's like your people we're one crew it's been six years you should know we are one crew 
I love this. They she has so silently started like a faction behind Octavia's back, and Octavia's like, "Yeah, well, guess I can't do anything about Miller's this like, one." What? And Octavia's like, "I don't care at this point. Whatever." And Octavia should care because if that faction mm-hmm. sees Maddie and finds Maddie, they will so turn an o- on Octavia yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. Octavia is not thinking about that. She's just mm-hmm. thinking about getting to the valley. She's so yeah, blinded by this. And um, she's like, okay, well, tell Echo that she did a good job. And Bellamy's like, you tell Echo she did a good job. I tell Echo she does a good job all the time. Won't mean as much from me. <laughs> it's like, I give her affirmations all the time because I like her so much. I give much. everyone affirmations. You know how much I have headlocked Murphy into trying to think he's not a person? <laughs> <laughs> I've done work. Bellamy's such a dad. <laughs> and so she's like, you know what? Everything that we have done will be worth it. It will be. And, you know, everything that we've done, even all the garbage stuff in the bunker, it will be worth it once we have peace in the valley. And she's like, well, at least I hope so. I mean, I don't know if eating people will have been worth it, but we'll, we'll see. So we'll Kane see. and Dioza show up to McCreary's place, who is cured now? Question mark? Yeah. Okay. That, I guess, has been established because he was on the table and now he's not on the table. Yeah, cured okay. and stitched up. Um, oh, Abby. So then Dios is all sassy about it and I... I okay, you're going to make fun of me. Yeah, sure. So... I don't need a reason to do that, by the way. He goes, the baby? Fine. Good. How's your neck? Fine. Okay. So there was this show that I would watch when I was in, like, middle school, high school called Sunny with a Chance. It was probably one of my favorite shows on Disney Channel. And it starred Demi Lovato as Sunny and Sterling okay. Knight as Chad Dylan Cooper. So Chad Dylan Cooper was um, like from the rival show. Okay, so <laughs> let me. Oh my god, I miss this show so freaking much. Okay, so basically, Sunny came onto this sketch show. It's kind of like all that, kind of like um, Amanda Show, kind of like Saturday Night Live, but for kids. It's called So Random, <clears throat> and they shoot on this set. That is like, it's like on a, um, 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 like a lot. And the set beside them is for, uh, not Gravity Falls. That's already a show. Mackenzie Falls is on Mackenzie Falls because his character's name is Mackenzie. Okay. And so he, his name is Chad Dylan Cooper and he was played by Sterling Knight. Sterling Knight, one of my favorite human beings in the entire world, at least when I was in high school. And one time, like I got, my mom got me like an autograph from Sterling Knight and I cried. I love Sterling Knight and he has the same birthday as me anyway. So, Chandler okay. Cooper and Sunny was, like, my big ship. Because it was, like, it was kind of like, like, I'm a shipper of Dramini and also a shipper of Skate on Lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, like, blonde jerk also loves brunette girl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why that's, like, my thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, enemies to, to friends to lovers, right? And they had this thing yeah. where, like... They would be like, kind of like, oh, hey, like, what's up? And then and then they would like start like fighting and they'd be like, fine, good, good, fine. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Good. And that's what this reminded me. I have to find a video one second. It's very important for me for you to know this. Fine. Fine. Good. Good. Fine. Fine. Good. Good. Fine. Fine. Good. Good. Anyway. Yep. So that's what that reminded me of. How's the baby? Fine. Good. How's your neck? Fine. (laughs) So... Anyway, yeah, Kane is like, I can show you how to win um, because he won't let the devil in the garden. Whoa, that's some religious subtext, my friend. It's not even subtext at this point. It's just text. Yeah. Yeah, that's just text. Kind of breaks my heart that Kane like knows that Octavia is beyond saving. Like, is is this him being like, I mean, Echo and Murphy and everyone will die if I tell you this, but womp. But I mean, will they die? I don't think he would put them in danger. Yeah, I guess we don't actually know what his plan is. 
or Dio. Yeah, Kajora. I don't think that they would do anything that would put Space Crew in danger. Yeah. Because, like, there's McCreary's plan, and then there's one crew in Space Crew's plan, and then there's Dioza's plan over top of that plan that we don't know yet. And I, like, whatever Dioza's plan is, we can't even guess it. No, I have no idea. Do you have any final thoughts on that storyline? Um, not really. So now we're going to talk to you about our Patreon. Wow, that's annoying. Uh-huh. Skip, skip forward if you want to. But Patreon is a service in which you can uh, donate to some of your favorite creators monthly. And our lowest one is $1. And it's literally a dollar a month. You can find that change on the ground. And so, yeah, if you like what we do here, please consider donating. And we also have a survey that we have up. It's just going to be, like, up into oblivion. And the the link will be in the um, show notes in the description. So you can check that out. It's a super easy survey. You know all the answers already. And some of the questions are like, dogs or cats? Cats. Some people say both. That's fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, whatever you want. Dogs for me, but that's fine. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the dark year? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Clark makes Abby throw up. Yikes. Which is great. And McCreary comes in and he's like, hey, what's going on here? Also, where's Vincent? I'm li- I'm, I've lost two dudes and I don't know where Vincent is also. Um, I also want to say that it's really unfair that Paige Turco looks beautiful even while barfing. Mm. Like, what's up with that? I look like a clown when I'm barfing. Interesting that you watch yourself barf in the mirror. Well, you know what I mean. I do. I imagine I look like a ghost with like two like bright like points on my cheeks because I'm like trying to breathe and not breathing. I don't remember the last time I threw up. Uh, me either, actually. Yeah. Anyway, fun convo. <laughs> so, yeah, McCreary's like, hmm, seems like something that's not supposed to be happening here. Yeah. But okay. So, after they do this thing about how, like, talking about the override loop, then, like, everyone's coughing, and Clark's like, oh my gosh, you're all sick, like, that's why you need my mom and everything, and he's like, yeah, well, anyway, so just give her some more pills and tell her to wake up. Literally, like, what are you talking about? no. And also, yeah, sorry, your mom's a junkie, but lol, whatever. Also, you have 24 hours to get her up and running again, or else uh, you can both watch your daughters die. So that means he's going to kill Maddie in front of Clark mm-hmm. and then Clark in front of Abby. <laughs> he's like, I've got to order These two have the ready. best, like, tense chemistry. It's weird. Like, in which scene were they just like, oh, hey, let's start dating? I know. I think that's so funny because, like, in real life, like, they have such a beautiful, like, supportive, like, actual relationship and then on the show you're like wait like literally raven goes clark and mccreary and i was like me me that's what i said (laughs) that's a real thing Um, uh, so uh abby meets maddie in a really weird way oh this is not how i wanted abby to meet her granddaughter i don't want you to see me like this (laughs) and clark's like you need to treat mccreary and she's like by the way who the heck is maddie yeah She's like, who is she? And Clark's like, it's a long story. And I'm like, not now. Okay. She's like, listen, all of us want to stop Octavia. So you need to help McCreary because also I need to date him. So he needs to be around next season. Good point. But now at this point, like I've fluctuated on whether McCreary's going to like be in season, what, five, six. Uh, And I'm feeling no again. No, I'm feeling no as well. So Maddie's like, oh, I see. He like threatened to kill us. And she's like, Okay, you saw right through me. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> she's a little so, bit clever. She's like, okay, no more pills. And Clark's like, okay. I uh, love this. And so she's, mm. I love that Abby finally well, made like, the decision. Well, like, she says, like, the rapid detox and, and whatever. Like, it, it it didn't 
it's something about the last time. So clearly she's like tried to do this before, question mark? Yeah, she's obviously tried to quit before, but she's yeah. never been in a space where quitting means that like she can still have a life. Where if, yeah. you, if you quit in the bunker, you're still in the bunker and you're yeah. still cannibals. Right. Um, so yeah, no more pills, but a detox takes too long. So we have to do a rapid detox. And you said you did some research on this? Yeah, this is actually like a real thing. Um, especially with opioid addiction, the withdrawal can be so horrific that a lot of people don't quit because they're they're afraid of the withdrawal and of the detox. Right. So there's a couple rapid detox ways that people do it. Usually it involves um, being under anesthesia. Mm. So there's a little bit of hand-wavy science here that I will actually attribute to the fact that, you know, this science is also coming a little bit farther in the future yeah. from now. But it definitely is a real thing. It's not something that doctors are overly nuts about because they're not sure whether it's really effective or not. Mm -hmm. But it is something that exists. And so this is absolutely, to me, viable science. Okay, cool. It just takes two to three days, not 24 hours. And right. you normally, like, Abby should have been out for mm -hmm. it. But, um, yeah. And so she's like, if my heart stops, we have it also have adrenaline, which apparently you, like, shoot right into their chest, I guess. Yeah, it that restarts scary. the heart. Too spooky yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, but she's like, also, you need to tie me down what? because I don't want to hurt you. What happened last time? So all of these, like, close-up focuses, like, the only other time that I've ever really seen, like, all of these, like, like, they're using a really important lens and doing, like, a focus on, like, mm -hmm. the focus has to be very, very, very precise. And I've only ever seen this also done on Sherlock. Yeah. When, like, Sherlock gets, like, drugged and stuff. Um... That's, like, the only thing yeah. I can really... it makes you uncomfortable like, to watch. On. But, um, yeah. I just want to give, like, props to the cinematographer because, like... And also Paige. Because when you do... When you have a lens like that and the focus is, like, so, 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 so precise, you have to, like, to the, like... Millimeter. Milla... Centi yeah, millimeter. <laughs> I was like, is there a... Wow, hang like <laughs> No, it's millimeter. Um, like... You did what now? Is there a centimeter but milla? I was thinking, like... <laughs> yeah but it was millimeter you're so embarrassing i was like millicent no Did you even go that's to just school? a penny uh thank you for that Whew. i you know what i did but it's been a while i really needed that laugh um i was like is it milliliter millimile milli inch i don't know anyway millimeter it like the focus is like like if you move a millimeter it's wrong you know, so, like, it's you gotta be real, real, and real precise, that, and so, um, just, like, shout out. Paige perfectly yeah. knew how to deliver those lines with that camera on her. Like, with that, so, like, she, she kind of, like, her head oscillates a little mm -hmm. bit, and she moves, like, she's slightly out of control, and, you know, her lips are chapped, and it's just, like, it's such a beautiful and understated performance. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I'm sorry, but I'm triggered by chapped lips like that. Nah. But those chapped lips are key to the whole story. Oh, yeah, line. for sure. But like Oh for sure. Oh it's so hard. I have this thing with oh, lip chop. Clark in the 501. Nah. That broke me. You know I have this thing with lip chop. I have five I lip chaps at all times. I can't I wear lipstick because I need lip chop all the time. You know you can wear okay. lip chap under lipstick, right? Yeah, but then it dries up and then you need more lip chap. But it doesn't. It stays moisturized because the lipstick's on top. It's very comfortable. Yeah, okay, except I need lip chap all over my face. Like, <laughs> that sounds weird. But, like, when I was, like, eight, I had this problem where, like, I would lick my lips. I just didn't know what lip chap was, I guess. And so I had this, like, red ring around my face, like, around my lips. And so, like, it just, like, still feels like it's there. So, like, I literally put lip chap, like, all around my mouth. I mean, 
you're bringing back like memories because I did this same thing as a kid. Like I can feel it. Like I wore lipstick to my yeah. Trixie concert, and then as soon as like I finished my meet and greet, I had to take it I off. I just, uh... yeah. But it's so beautifully done. It's a rough life. Anyway, yikes. Yeah. So flashback time! You know I live for flashbacks. I literally was like, Robin's gonna love this episode because flashbacks. I love flashbacks. Flashbacks are my thing. Okay. I love timelines. So they're two years in, and I guess they're still yeah. chill. They're one crew, but they're chill. <laughs> yeah, just the Octavia's the pits are not still a thing, which is you know terrifying. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, oh, right, the pits are, or yes, 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 right, because that happened in 502, like, pretty much immediately. Um, Kara is just like, hey, I'm back. Oh, Kara. <laughs> I'm not dead because it's a flashback. And um, some of the plants got messed up. They have, like, a virus or something, so we're not going to have protein for, like, a year, so that's kind of yikes Sounds like an unsolvable problem, you know? <laughs> um, I also want to say that, like, I feel... I kind of got the impression that during the flashbacks, they kind of used, like, a slight fisheye lens. Oh, for sure. Like, like just slightly. Like, it wasn't, like, nuts, but, like, just slightly, just so you know it was, like, not only a flashback, but also, like, it's a distorted type of messed up type of way. And also, it's from Abby's memory, so and she's kind of distorted and messed up right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That was, like, um, that was actually something that Ian mentioned to Sam when he was talking mm. to Sam and Selena, was how much he was a fan of the director of this episode, um, who's a oh, woman. Cool. Oh, yeah. And the, I love ladies. The specific camera the techniques that she used in the flashbacks, because it's very much like you're supposed to get the impression that all of this, and you can see it just from the way that the blocking is in the scene. Abby is literally pressed against a wall, mm -hmm. isolated from everyone else. And yep. the camera is always above her. You know, like it's always like, yes. it's always slightly distorting her. She doesn't look right. There's something, and it's because it's not so much a flashback as it is a very distorted memory. Yes, exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah. So Abby's like, ooh, ask me, ask me. She knows. I know. She explained in 502. Y'all knew this was coming. <laughs> Listen, if we're going to starve, like fam, that's exactly, like that's what's going to happen. So we got to eat people and they're like that sounds gross and she's like i know hey i have a question for you okay what were they doing with the bodies before this we still don't know so let's come up with some theories okay um my first theory is just like incinerate them okay 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 but that i don't know if they have the oxygen right so i'm gonna say art exhibit Oh, I'm going to say that, like, they just shove them all in a giant closet, and every time you open the closet, like, they all fall out on top of you. And it's like, oh, not again. <laughs> this Nuts. is so wacky. This happens every time. What a slapstick bunch of comedy we have with these rotting corpses. Whoever's, like, close to committing a crime but hasn't committed a crime, who is, like, basically the troublemaker, gets put in charge of, like, stacking the bodies Dude! Up. Scared straight, except... <laughs> It's a closet it's full a of closet bodies. Full of corpses. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that one's falling apart. Yeah. Mm. Well, that hey, one's but been free three years ago. This is a dark conversation. It's not so fun. I kind of love it, though, because it's okay. like, hmm, this whole thing is dark. I need to laugh or I will cry. I have I have a, an actual important question. Mm. I mean, that question was very important, but mm -hmm. I have one that's relevant to the storyline. What? Ask me. Okay, Robin, what's your question? Um, okay. So, they say, like, do we even have enough bodies from the pits? 
And Abby says, we will when the crime rate grow- goes up, and and it will. Mm-hmm. Is this because Abby's like, because we're going to make cannibalism, like, you have to or else it's illegal? No, like, she explained in 502 that the more people starved and the hungrier they were, the more crimes that they committed. She she literally explained, like, starvation makes people do things that they wouldn't ever, otherwise do. So she, she right. said that to Kara. Okay, gotcha. I kind of yeah. like the idea that she's literally just like, it'll go up because people are going to start refusing. And they're going to go in the pits. I think that's one interpretation. I don't know if Abby at that point had come up with that idea. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what my question was, was how has she come up with the idea or not? Yeah. I don't think it's in her head yet. I think the only thing in her head is, oh crap, cannibalism. Yeah. So (laughs) Octavia's like, oh, Kane, help. No. (laughs) Okay. Kane's like, hey, we're not doing that. And I'm like, okay, then come up with the solution, bud. Yeah. Like literally, like what else are you going to do, friend? And he doesn't come up with one. No, he can't. So I understand morally being opposed to this. Of course I understand that. Like, you don't want to eat people. This is like that episode of Bob's Burgers where like that Adventurers Eaters Club wanted to eat. I'm so excited. Like the burgers that they said were made out of people at the restaurant. Still serving human flesh? No. Yes! No! We have kind of an adventurous eaters club. We like to try new things. I remember that episode, yes. And then Hugo came in and was just like, no! I'm the health inspector! Exactly! Also, I love Linda. But, like, this isn't the adventurous eaters club. This is, oh my god, we have to eat people who are gonna die. I understand being upset about that. But if you're not presenting another mm-hmm. solution, like, I guess your protest has been noted, but you gotta do it anyway. My thing is, it's not even just, like, a one-time thing, too. It's not just, like, okay, like, I know you're hungry, so, like, you could eat a person now, or you could, like, be hungry for three days and then eat yeah. a burger. You know? It's, like, a forever thing. Like, for, like a whole year. Like, you can't no. hold out for a whole year. That, that's what Abby said happened during the so. blight, is people starved to death, yeah. and then they had... Like, the others would eat the people who starved to death, and that just created a cycle because there was no meat on their bones. Yeah, and then they'd be like, Yeah, it didn't gross. It didn't work. And, like, yeah. So, back to the present, Abby is detoxing, and she's very angry and tra- tries to, like, manipulate Maddie. I love that Maddie's just sitting there going, Oh, I did not sign up for this one. She's like, No. What I saw, like, when I first watched this, I saw this as, like, a cross between Nevermore... Mm-hmm. With Raven, because she's tied down and she's trying to manipulate people. And also between Dumbledore at the end of Half-Blood Prince, where Harry, like, has to have him, like, drink the liquid in the thing. And he's like, no, please, no, no, stop, please help, no. And Harry's like, I'm so sorry, but yes. Like, you asked me to do this, so I'm gonna have to do it, even though you don't want me to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you specifically, you told me... Be relentless. Don't let me stop. And now you're asking me to let you stop and I can't. It's like when you go out with your friends and you're like, whatever I do, do not let me drink. <laughs> and then you're like yeah. drunk the next day and you're like, why did you let me do that? Yeah. Because you yelled at me. <laughs> I don't remember yelling at you. Like, well, you can't put that responsibility on other people. But Cl- I'm, a- I'm assuming this from yeah. other people's stories. I have never Clark been said, drunk. Clark said, okay, mom, we're going to do this. So they did it. Yeah. And I'm very proud of Clark and I'm very proud of Maddie because mm-hmm. Maddie's a kid and this is something really scary. It's yeah. so scary. Um, And so, yeah, a- Abby's like, if I die, it's your fault, Clark. And Clark's like, yikes. That was, okay. She went too hard. And Maddie like starts dropping the truth and she's like, my mom said that her mom is like really lovely and really kind. Like, who are you even? Yep. And then Abby's heart stops. Maddie, you literally broke her heart. <laughs> 
She didn't, though. And oh, I have it a... broke my heart when Maddie was like, what did I do? It wasn't you, Maddie. Yeah, okay, I have a question about that. Is she saying it wasn't you, it was, like, the drugs, mm-hmm. the detox? Or is she saying it wasn't you, it was some other freaking commander? What? No, 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 it wasn't you, it was the detox. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to make Yeah, it the cool. timing was just, like, bad. <laughs> like, no, it was Lexa. Quit it, Lexa. I don't think Le- Lexa would not go that hard. That was all teenage no, Maddie. <laughs> I know. She's like, it was you, fourth commander. <laughs> Shut up. No. Get out of here, Chad. We don't want to no, hear from I'm you. No, I'm sorry. If there was ever a um, commander named Chad, I will <laughs> lose my mind. Hey, <laughs> um, Chad. Um, okay, so so then she like goes and she does the uh, adrenaline shot. Uh, and now let's do another flashback. So I have a thing. The entire time we're watching, we're like, why are they eating it raw? Why are they eating it raw? Why are they eating it raw? Everyone is going, why are they eating it raw? And apparently Jason was like, no, it's processed. It's not raw, blah, 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 right? But if everyone who's watching it thinks it's raw, you've made a mistake. And if it's not supposed to be raw, you know what I mean? Like people who don't follow Jason on Twitter, who are just watching this like years later are going to be like, why are they eating it raw? And they won't know. That I'm of two minds process. about this is one. You're completely right. Okay. But two, yeah. how else are you going to communicate without, you know, going to Hannibal level styles that this really is human? Like it has to look raw in order to right. communicate the absolute horror of what's about to happen. Cause if it just looks like steak, then you're going to be like, okay, steak pretend it's steak but if it looks like human exactly. okay and you bite into it and it squishes in a way you've never seen anything squish before it's gonna cause a visceral reaction yeah exactly okay so we just kind of have to put it aside and be like that was for narrative's sake because i'd be like put it in the sandwich put it in the soup put it in the vegetable broth cut it up and put it literally into the that was my broth. whole thing i was like y'all are eating unseasoned food like anything. at least get some broth in there yeah. where are your standards put some pepper and salt on honestly it, like please. honestly where is the seasoning you have plants get some freaking oregano thank and you put it on top it's not that they're Stupid. eating people. It's that they're not eating people the right way. <laughs> exactly. Gordon Ramsay would look at this and be like, this is literally dog food. This, this is, is garbage. This is garbage. Um, so she's saying, okay, so we've got a head table. Like this this made me think that like Octavian and Indra were getting married because they had like a head table and Whoa. everyone else was there. But at the head table is Kane, Abby, Octavia, Indra, Nyla, other side of the table, Jackson, Miller, Kara, and then some random? Man, I would be so happy if I was the random. If I was just, like, the background next, or the background actor who was yeah. doing that? I don't know. I was like, you couldn't think of one other person? Put Ethan there. Okay, put Gaia there. Where's Gaia? Put Gaia there. Duh. Did that actor, Who's like, win random? some lottery? That, that actor's living my, my, like, dream life. Like, she didn't do anything, but I was like, why are you sitting there with all the characters that we know? Um, because she's me. She's living out my I life. I was annoyed by this. I was like, where's Gaia? Gaia should be sitting there. Why are you allowed to sit there Probably because Tati got another job. I guess, but, like, then give us Ethan. Yeah, like, honestly, where did Ethan go? I don't know. Maddie was mean to him once, and now, <laughs> now he's, like, just slinked into the shadows, I guess. Maddie was mean to him, and now he's like, I think I'll become a farmer. Yeah, I'll be a farmer. They save the world, I hear. Imagine, like, so getting to like, dine at a table with Paige Starko and Henry and Cusick. Mm, and Adina Porter. Yeah. And Marie. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I would die. Hi, Sachin! Oh, my God. Oh, well, we, we're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast yeah. with Sachin. Duh. 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 Um, and so, yeah, so they're at the head table, and she's like, listen, I know a lot of you think this is a sin, 
And it totally is. But, like, it's even more of a sin for us to, like, fully die. Because, like, we're the last people here. Yeah. So we kind of have to. I think my favorite thing about this is that it's very much Mount Weather, which is Mm -hmm. they think we're the last people on Earth. If we don't survive, humanity dies. Yeah. Not knowing that, hey, there's randos in space who are going to come down and be the rest of humanity. But the other thing about Mount Weather is that they knew they weren't the only people there. Yeah, they knew there were grounders. That's a good point. Yeah, so, hmm, whatever. Yeah, fair point. Um... So Maxon is like, okay, let's do it. Together! I'm honestly like, I'm Maxon to be like, okay, a year, we can do it. Yeah. I Fine, love it. We'll do it together. And no wonder now that, like, they both have loyalty to Octavia, because Octavia's like, okay, I'm gonna get us through this. We're gonna eat people. They ate people for her. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, yep, she's my bro. Yeah. And Nyla's like, pass. And Indra's like, we have to honor them. Whatever. Let's do it. And Nyla's like, okay. And Kane's like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Honestly, okay, I get it. But, bud, this high horse has to stop. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, we have to have a choice. And she's and Abby's she's- like, there is no choice. And he's like, there's always a choice, Abby. And, like, literally, as soon as he said that, I literally stood up and I was like, uh-huh, that's, that's my-, my... All the girls don't be like this. I was, like, so excited. I was excited because that was literally a direct conversation they had in season one. I, exactly. I yeah. was like, yes, yeah. call it back. Not only is it a flashback, oh my god, I just it's got also it. A callback. Bring it's it. a callback, girl. I just got it. I just got it. I just got the joke. Oh, that was a good joke. Good job, bud. I didn't. You were the one who made it. I didn't even mean to. Oh, uh, well, uh, hollaback. Yeah, I said hollaback. I didn't think about it until you said it. Anyway, I loved it because too many times been around that track. There's always the secret third option, but in this one, what was the secret third option? Uh, uh, there wasn't, I guess there was Like, I one. get it. I'm Kane in so You're many not. of these things where it was like, I want the option to not do this. Give me the option to die. Uh-huh. And the fact that, like, Abby argues later that if they die, they don't become edible. So what yeah. happens? What happens to their bodies? You can't eat them. So it kind of has to be you a crime. shove them in the closet. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. 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 I just want to point out every time that, like, the Second Dawn logo is a thing, and then they sit someone, like, right in front, so it looks like they've kind of got, like, a halo of light over their head. Big fan. I love it. Colby, are you going to sit here and podcast with us? (gasps) What does he have to say about the dark year? Do you have anything to say about cannibalism? No, just purse. Okay. Okay. He likes cannibalism, then? You just let us know, okay? If you have any thoughts. Okay. Okay. Um, so Abby wakes up. And Maddie's like, oh my gosh, you saved her life. So why are you going to save McCreary's? Because we're on the wrong side. And it's going to suck to have to live with ourselves after it. The thing that's kind of crazy to me is that Maddie sees it as a black and white binary, which I think is kind of like a commentary on how fans were going to see it. Mm. Is the good side or the bad side when literally the whole philosophy of the show is there are no good guys. She's right, you know. Like, what are you going to do? The bad side is McCreary, so the good side is Octavia? Neither of sides are good, I think. Like, Maddie knows that Octavia tried to kill her. I don't support any. I support whatever Murphy wants. No, 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 Personally. No, no, no. Honestly, at this point, I'm somehow Team Dioza. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Whatever third secret third option Dioza and Kane have, that's my sure. team. Yeah. So Clark is watching Maddie sleep and Abby's like, same. And she's like, oh, we're going to have a conversation now. Got it. That was so sweet. Beep, boop, beep. I love when they remember, like, their relationship 
and that you know their mother and daughter and they almost never get to see each other yeah now they can really understand each other even more which i think is so nice and so validating Mm -hmm. for clark because she's like yeah abby would do all the exact same things that clark would do and clark would do the same things abby Mm -hmm, did mm -hmm. and clark is like oh i thought i lost you and it's like abby thought she lost you Mm -hmm. and i don't know you guys kind of did lose each other for six freaking years it did. And, and it hurt. So she's like, listen, like, this is when I started taking the pills. It was right after Allie. And then she says that the, like, ice bath fixed her brain, but how was she going to finish that sentence? I feel like you would know and I don't. I think I think it's um that she was actually, like, in physical pain, like, from oh, the headaches. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right, right, right. So, yeah. so right, her, they're painkillers, right. I knew that. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, listen, you don't even to- need to explain. And she's like, yeah, I do, because I need to, like... I don't know. It's kind of like confessional. And because if anyone's going to understand the impossible choices that were made, it's Clark. True. Yep. And she's like, listen, we did some heckin' garbage things. And Clark's like, ooh, tell me more. Tell me more. Like, did you eat some people? God, Paige Turco needs an Emmy for this. Hand it to her. This, this acting is just like, it's so, it's so subtle and it's quiet and it's like heartbreaking. It's not like over the Mm. top, you know? It's just like, you can see her heartbreaking in it. So flash it back and Octavia's saying, listen, I'm not going to take away their choice. And I'm like, this is the Octavia that I know. Bring her back. Mm-hmm. I miss her. And this is also the most important through line of like how subjective these flashbacks are is that Abby's wounds on her m- lips mm. match present time mm-hmm. and the flashback. And it's I think it's most yeah. obvious in this scene. And so she's like, when they're hungry, like they'll eat. And it kind of reminds me of when she's like, when they're like in the moment, they'll fight. In the pit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, listen, if they starve, we can't eat them. So, you know. And then she talks about the blight, which we've kind of discussed already. And so she's like, if you're not yeah. a cannibal, like, you have to be a crime. And Octavia says, well, that's one way to fill the freezer. And I'm like, whoa. <sighs> Ouch. Okay. So this is like the mm. perfect cane parallel. Oh, true, because true, 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 Octavia assumes that... When it comes mm-hmm. down to it, Cain will fight. And he does the first time, but the second time he's like, yeah. I'm going to stand here and die. So that right there proves that if Cain says, I'm going to starve to death, yep. he means I will starve to death. So to Abby, that's like, okay, well, can't let that happen. So we're going to have to treat mm-hmm. him the way we treat everyone else. I, he cannot starve yeah. to death. He cannot die. Kind of sounds like how he took away mm. her choice in 412. True, true. So they're going to get full, full compliance. And yeah, Kane doesn't get an exception because people will follow him, which is kind of like what they said when um, they're like, if Raven takes the chip, then people will follow, you know? Mm-hmm. There's key players that people So trust. they get into like the cafeteria and Kane walks in and he's like, dude, what's with the guns? And he expects Abby to be like, dude, I don't know. Weird, right? But she's like... Honestly, I didn't really no- notice that because I was just noticing how good Henry and Cusick looked in that shirt. Okay, so, like, did they shoot this after the finale, or did they shoot this and they gave him, like, a wig? I think they just, like, fluffed his hair up to give it volume. Oh, I see. Okay, so, like... I think it's quite... It's cute. (laughs) Is, like, Desmond hair cane, like, Ian's actual hair right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, not now, but he cut it. Okay, gotcha. But it was his actual hair, like, it wasn't a wig. I don't know. I think at first it was a wig, but by the end of the season, you could tell it was, like, long enough that it was his hair. Okay. Um, so there's, like, a table in the corner that won't eat anything, and so Octavia's like, ugh. So she goes over and she's like, hi! I don't know if you guys quite understood what I was saying, but, like, you guys kind of have to eat. Like, we're all eating now, so that's the thing we're all doing. And he's like, it's a snack! Honestly, no thanks. And she's like, listen, I'm so sorry, but, like, this is not 
a choice so like i really it's need not to up for eat. debate and he's like yeah okay well it is for me because like this literally could be my brother so i'm not about it okay i just want to say octavia could have been like okay you can skip today but you have to eat tomorrow i totally like think so too but i don't know octavia's not the type i guess yeah, yeah. and like that would like definitely show weakness <laughs> it's just like I've, here's me thinking okay here's the fair thing to do but that kind of logic doesn't apply in the hundred world. Exactly. And she'd be like, oh, okay, well, fine. You're excused. Next person. Yeah. Uh, it's my brother, too. Oh, damn it. Okay. Everyone's like, oh, that's also my... Honestly, we all had... Oh, it took me a minute. I was like, where the hell did that guy get a brother? But grounder, stuff. Because <laughs> he's a grounder, yeah. Um, yeah. So he, she's like, okay, well, honor him and, like, eat him. <laughs> all of him for all of us. Among us on. And so he's like, listen, like, I'm not trying to disrespect you or anything, but, like, I would rather die. It's heartbreaking how fair he's being. Totally. He's like, I'm literally so sorry, but, like, I genuinely can't. Like, I could have done it yesterday, and I could I could do it in a couple days, but, like, not today. No. And today's just not a good day for you to stand up. Yeah. Right now. Sorry. Sorry. Um. So, yeah, he's an enemy of Wan Crew, and he has to choose, and he chooses not to eat his brother. So she kills three whole people Jesus. and then complains like, nah, 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 nah. But my two favorite characters are the two at the end where he, she's like, choose. And the dude beside her is like, no, 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 she'll do it. She'll do it. Yep. And I'm like, I support you. Tell me more about you. Yep. I love you so much. Tell me more about you. Is it like early Tariq and what was it? Oh, Karina. Karina. Oh, yeah, or like their buddies or something. Stop. I don't know. I miss them. And also, I love these two. So then they eat. Because Kane eats. But Kane chooses the meat right in front of the guy who literally just died and literally has blood on it. I know. I was like, dude, that's the bad I know. One. I was like, I know it's people, but it's been processed and stuff. Like, that's dirty, dude. Ew. <laughs> Come on. Gross. I and so the, the mm. horror of it, though. Like to me, this all kind of feels like a veg, like a veganism metaphor. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. forcing people like, to give up. I don't know. And to me, like when it when I watched it, I was like, this feels like forcing someone to give up like vegetarianism and veganism. Right. Yeah. Um. So Abby's like crying about how it was totally her fault, and Maddie is listening. I find this fascinating. Like, everyone has taken responsibility for Octavia. And Abby, I think, takes it most of all. Even though, like, Indra has said, like, we helped form her. We don't really see that. All we see from Abby's point of view is Abby making herself the villain, not Octavia. Right. And Abby is like, I did this. I did this to her. I did this to us. This is all my fault. And clearly, it's not her fault. Like, you know, part of it absolutely is. She has responsibility here. But the fact that she takes full responsibility and she says you know, Octavia became what she became because of me. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes, and it's, do, it's doing something that the narrative keeps doing that I'm kind of wondering is, it separates Octavia from Blood Reina. Yeah. And it, it excuses Octavia of actions by one, giving them to other people, or two, giving them to Blood Reina. Mm-hmm. So it, are they trying to say Abby influenced Blood Reina and brought out Blood Reina? Right. I don't know. I don't know. But um. at any point, like, even though Abby has responsibility, I certainly don't blame her for all of it. Mm-hmm. I think she did what she had to do. And whether or not those were the right choices, they led to the outcome that everyone lived. Right. Um. So Abby is up and operating and everything. And Clark is, like, helping and everything. Maddie has a knife. And Clark literally sees it and is just like, uh-uh, honey. What do you have? Okay. I just want to give a shout out to me for having two viral tweets in a row. You want to give a shout out to yourself? Yeah, I do. Literally, when I saw this, like, she literally makes, like, the face. Like, a face that's just like, <gasps> whoa. So, shout out to Amon. Here's another freaking Vine reference just for you. 
What do you have? A knife! And let me see what you have! A knife! No! I want to, like, make a video. You should. Anyway, big fan. Do it. So, like, she literally, like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> I love that, like, Clark's parenting has to involve stopping her kid from killing people. Yeah. She's like, can you just, like, not for five seconds? Please. And I'm like, now you know how your mom felt. Um, so Maddie's saying, like, oh, we just have to kill one person to, like, save many people. And I'm like, wow, I haven't heard that before this season. But the whole point, this is what I love, though. This is the thing that flipping gets me, mm. is we go to the flashbacks and we see, okay, they're all doing this for the greater good. Yes. And then you come forward, you know, four years, and Kane literally says to Dioza that that mentality isn't worth it because there's no good left. Mm. So you look at this and you go, okay, Maddie has, has to now learn this lesson that there are things that aren't worth it. And this killing kind of, like, one for the rest of them is not worth it. That sentiment from Kane kind of reminds me of what Jasper wrote in his letter. Exactly. But where Jasper found it to be a fatalistic point of view, Kane finds it to be optimistic that they mm. can do better. Right. Aw, Kane. And that's what I think is so fascinating about these flashbacks is like they reflect the person that all of them were four years ago. Yeah. And some of them have chosen to change like Kane, or they've chosen to run away and put on a facade like Blood Raina, or they've chosen to punish themselves brutally through drug addiction like Abby. Yeah. Um, so she's like, yes, yeah, like, sorry, but we're like on McCreary's side. And we, we're, we've were we learned that like Octavia literally killed her people to break them into submission. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Everything's <laughs> garbage. Like we know this already. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, like talking about how she bore it so they didn't have to and everything. And, like, talking about her at Mount Weather. Okay. I love a callback. Mm -hmm. All of this stuff with, like, Lexa kind of in Maddie's head and, like, Becca in Maddie's head, it's very Sense8 to me. My favorite thing- my I least, love it. My least favorite thing about Sense8 is all the sex scenes. My favorite thing about Sense8 is, like, the I fact see. that they're all in each other's head. One of my favorite moments in all of Sense8, Sense8, great show, recommend as long as you can handle um, swearing and sex scenes. Go ahead. It's a Orgies! great Netflix show. Um... My <laughs> you, I don't like it. Meat, the orgies are my favorite part. Really? Dude, the way they ended the whole show with an orgy, are you kidding I was me? really was upset, actually. I loved it. Okay. Literally, that final shot, I was like, that is a reclamation of the entire sexuality of an entire community. That's good. I was like, why are you leaving me with this? Why is this the last thing I have to see? Because it's literally all about, like, it's the hippie version of free love, but it's, like, consent, you know? Like, all of these people consented to be there. It's literally about love. Okay. I love it. I, w I just wish they had ended on the wedding. But okay, anyway, th this, this is not an episode about Sensei. Um, but one no, of my favorite fair. moments in all of Sensei is when they're, like, trying to do a, like, Nomi is, like, running away from the police, right? Or, like, whatever. The spies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she gets into the car and she's like, oh, my God, I don't know how to drive. And Coffee says, like, I do. But he's in her brain, so she knows how to drive. Yep. I love that garbage. So that's, that's literally, like, the conversation that Maddie and Clark had where she's like, you made yourself out to not be a hero, but you are a hero. And I know because your girlfriend told me so. Or like when Wolfgang like is be is in trouble with like the gang or whatever. And the gang is just like, mm -hmm. oh, tell me this, blah, blah, blah. And Wolfgang is like, literally, I can't like, I can't do that because like, that's just not something in my brain. I can't lie and like show them weakness and stuff. Cause that's not just not who I am. And Leto is like, I'm an actor. Let's do it. <laughs> Or any of them get in trouble and son's like, I yeah, got it. Exactly. I'm fine. <laughs> so that's like my favorite thing about this is like how when she has other people in her head and she's just like, let me bring in some knowledge from them, right? So I love mm -hmm. that garbage. My problem with it is that um 
I'm pretty sure Clark never said I bear it so they don't have to in front of Lexa. So I'm not sure how she knows about that. Oh, I would argue that they probably talked about it. Like, she's like, this is my cool line that I used. And also, she said it in the City of Light, and Lexa was privy to everything that happened in the City of Light. Okay, perf! Yay! Yeah. I feel good about it now. Um, I don't have any more problems. What, why, why, what, how do you think about it? What do you- I just, like, I think this brings up, like, a greater- issue that I told you about yesterday that was really bugging me is um people's supposition that because Clark makes emotional decisions like it somehow made her stupid Mm. like everyone keeps saying Clark is stupid now and I just I have a huge problem with like the internalized misogyny of that okay um because making decisions to keep your child alive is to me one of the baser like most understandable instincts in the entire world Mm. So the decisions that Clark's making, to me, make perfect sense. And they don't make her stupid. They make her human. Okay. So I don't quite understand the whole narrative that's coming through here where, like, Clark picks McCreary's side and that makes her dumb. And Maddie's like, you're making the wrong decisions. And Clark's like, I'm doing the best I can. And that's what Clark's, Clark's always literally done. like, all season I have said my priority is keeping Maddie alive. So McCreary says, I'll kill Maddie. Clark's like, got it. My, my decision has been made for yeah. me. And it's the the all season, and I think this is part of, like, the problem with it airing week to week, is you can see Clark sort of getting the lay of the land and then trying to find some measure of control over it. And this yeah. is her measure of control, is she mm-hmm. can do what she can to protect Maddie because she can't stop McCreary, she can't stop Octavia. She tried. If someone had just let her take care of Octavia, all of these problems would have been solved. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. So now Clark's... If, if everyone just let Monty do what he wanted to do, everything would be yep. good. But they didn't. No one listens. Like, that's the big problem with, like, Clark and Bellamy's leadership right now is that they don't listen to each other or to other people. Mm-hmm. Or they, they don't take into consideration, like, input... And I guess because Octavia is, like, a tyrant and wouldn't take it into consideration anyway. I don't know. There's just, like, a lot of miscommunication and stuff. But to me, there is something very anti... I I don't really know what it is. It's, like, anti-mom about calling Mm. Clark stupid for wanting to protect her child. Mm -hmm. And, like, saying that she's making all the wrong decisions because she wants to protect her child. Where I'm like, my mom would make all these same decisions to keep me alive. Mm. My mom would go to the ends of the earth to keep me alive. She, it, yeah. Like, screw everyone that's else. That's what moms Yeah, do. like, screw everyone else. That's my kid. I keep my kid alive. And Clark is not their leader. No. Clark is no one's leader. Octavia did not let her back in the circle, so Octavia is the leader. Bellamy is the leader of Space Crew. Dio's is the leader of her group. McCree is the leader of her group. Clark's sole responsibility is Maddie. She's in a duo, so there is no leader. Yeah. So the fact that everyone's like, well, she's making stupid decisions. She's not making strategic decisions. Yeah, but did y'all call Bellamy stupid when he was making decisions like that for Octavia? I would say that all of Octavia's decisions have been stupid. Octavia's decisions are far and away, especially burning the farm, the stupidest things that anyone has done. I understand where Octavia's coming from. I understand the pain she's in. That doesn't mean she's making good decisions. And the stuff stuff that Bellamy did, especially in season one, locking Octavia up, giving her no agency at all. But no one called Bellamy stupid. But because Clark's doing it, because a woman's doing it to protect another woman, that makes her a stupid mom. I don't know. It feel it feels really sexist to me. Thank you. Thank you. That's my soapbox. <laughs> so she's like, I never told you the story of Matt Weather. And she's like, well, you didn't tell me a lot of things. And I, I, I would just like to say that if Clark doesn't want to tell somebody a story, she doesn't have to. No. 
If, it, if if she doesn't want to share something with you, it's none of your business. Especially when it's so traumatizing. As, uh, yeah, like, if people are like, why isn't Clark telling Maddie the important stories? Because Clark is ashamed of that and maybe she doesn't want to talk about it. And that's Clark's prerogative, I think. And Maddie's a kid. She doesn't want to hear about how Clark was forced to slaughter an entire group of people. <laughs> Literally, what? So, yeah, she's like, oh, you didn't even tell me that. And it's like, I don't know, I'm kind of like, Lexa, was that your story to tell? I mean... I think Lexa's whole point when doing this was to demonstrate to Maddie that, because I think Maddie probably is having a lot of arguments with Lexa about what Clark is doing. Mm -hmm. And Lexa's like, you know, your mom's a hero, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's not, your mom's not stupid. She's doing these things because she's seen the horrors of everything that happened before. And she wants to not have that happen to you. Still, I just think that if I was Clark, I'd be annoyed. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I curated exactly what I wanted to tell you, but whatever, that's just me. I think it was more like sanitized fairy tales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know. I'm your mom. I decide what you know. (laughs) But so she's like, you have painted your friends as heroes this entire time. You told me Murphy was funny. I haven't Um, seen any funny from Murphy. That is so upsetting that she's missing all his best lines. I know. It's sad. She's like, I haven't even seen a funny line from Murphy. And Clark's like, you haven't been around him enough. Just wait. Um, And so she's like, but you were the hero the whole time until now. And now I'm ashamed of you. (coughs) This is so clearly Clark and Octavia in Mount Weather. Yeah. And it's just like, I wish more people could be there to tell Maddie that these impossible choices actually do have body counts. Mm Mm-hmm. And that there is no right side. Nope, there sure isn't. And so she's like, yeah, I did this for my people and you're my people. And I I never said I was a hero. There you go. Are you ready for another Lost reference? Yeah. Okay, hold up. It's from the season one finale. So season one finale of Lost, this is what it reminds me of. Michael says, and if you haven't seen season one of Lost, you might not understand this very well, but I, first of all, watched Lost. Second of all, you'll understand like the theme. Since the day you told me you wanted on this raft, I couldn't figure it out. Why does a guy who only cares about himself want to risk his life to save everyone else? The way I see it, there's only two choices. You're either a hero or you want to die. And Sawyer says, well, I ain't no hero, Mike. There you go. So yeah, like with that quote, it's like something that really sums up season one Sawyer. And mm-hmm. I, it just reminded me of of that scene. But Clark very much will never see herself as a hero. No. And that. Kind of breaks my heart, but none of them are heroes. None of them are villains, except McCreary. Yeah. Um, should we do our segments? Yeah. All right. So my first segment is the post-apocalyptic Sasquatch, which is our favorite line award. Uh, my favorite line award goes to Dioza and McCreary for... The baby? Fine. Good. How's your neck? Fine. <laughs> I love a couple. <laughs> so awkward. She's she's fully going to kill him, yeah. right? I, oh, oh my God. I kind of... Right? I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I can't decide who I want to kill McCreary yeah. the most. Like, I kind of want it to be Abby. Kind of yeah. want Vincent to eat him. I want Vincent to eat him, I think. Kind of want it to be Dioza. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone at this point. And my honorable mention goes to that one random dude for... Brother, it took me 10 minutes to find for wine. <laughs> He's doing his best. He doesn't understand VCRs. They don't have Apple in Spain. Yeah. And mine goes to John Murphy for... The gun. He he tries his best. He hasn't had a gun for six years. Help him. He's such a baby. Yeah. Yeah. My baby. And then, <laughs> Robin, he's a grown man who's killed people. I know. <laughs> Kate, but that's me. Like, when Abby, like, Abby and Kate became cannibals, I'm like, oh my god, I love my cannibal OTP. Like, I don't care he's about anything. He's a little anything. whiny baby. Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm using humor to deal with all of this. Yeah. And then my honorable mention, which I stole from Robin, yeah. it goes to Bellamy for. But since we can't go back because you burnt the farm, since we can't stop because we'll starve, we thought we should let you know that you've killed your people. Bellamy. Enjoy your walk. It's so mean. It's, I would 100% mess with my sister like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I'll remind you multiple times more in this episode how dumb you are. Bye. Mm, that's my role now. And now my second segment is the CGSW, which is the Clark Griffin shower watch, but has honorarily been given to Octavia because mm-hmm. girl doesn't bathe. No. Still seems unshowered, and now, I mean, I kind of hope the sand exfoliated her a little bit. Yeah, well, bit. she has, like, um, like the remains of, like, that blood on her face. So, clearly, she yeah. ha- literally hasn't even washed her face since then. Honestly, like, someone, not please, sure. God, buy her a brush. Not sure how her face is this clear. Um, I call BS on that. Yeah, kind of jealous. Maybe blood doesn't clog your pores. I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. No, Robin. <laughs> My next segment is the most valuable protagonist award. So this week's MVP is going to be, I'm thinking like Echo. Do you want me to give no. it to Abby? No, I don't. Because I feel like it would actually be between Echo or Clark. Okay. I, I want to give it to Echo then, I think. Then give it to Echo. Okay. Congrats, yeah. Echo. You got This is like your second one of getting the most valuable protagonist award. Proud of you. Queen. <laughs> Queen of strategizing, queen of being a spy. Yes. My second segment is the Marcus Kane beard appreciation. Um, good cannibal beard. Yeah, betrayal beard. But that's okay. Uh, how many episodes is the last murder? I hate to break it to ya. I don't know how many times <laughs> we can make the same joke, <laughs> and everyone might laugh, but um, unfortunately, it's been zero episodes since the last murder. Uh, more which kind of sucks because in the main storyline no one died uh yeah they did echo and everyone killed them oh my bad and i guess abby technically did well that's the thing oh that just hurt my heart to say um how many episodes since the last knockout on lost but like we have like specific rules like it has to be on island it has to like not be on flashbacks and like present day right that's like yeah, but we don't have and any rules And also death here. doesn't count. Like, that's our rule on loss. Yeah. But, like, here it doesn't matter because there's just always going to be murder. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, Abby doesn't count, but yeah. everyone else counts. It's murder. No. Murder. Alrighty, then. I'm ready, Brittany. Ah, uh, yes. The promo that ruined oh. my whole life. Now it's time for our trailer that's reaction. That's fun for me. Um, my trailer reaction yesterday was just crying. I tried to FaceTime her and she was like, not now. I was like, I'm in my feelings. I need to be crying. I need to cry this out. And then I did. Yes. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, play. Play. I will not let you die in this war. First we survive, then we get our humanity back. Oh, he's not happy. The boom boom gun! He's not happy, but he taught her that. Something's wrong. Who the hell is everyone? Protect Murphy. The hundred. He's my favorite, you know. Okay, so the thing that I'm noticing from this trailer um, is that when Clark is talking to Maddie, Maddie is clutching the back of her neck. Okay, hold up, hold up. So we've got this, like, wand crew, Octavia holding a sword. Clark, wait. Oh, I see. Maddie's holding the back of her neck. Gotcha. Did Clark take the flame out? But she can't destroy it. Hmm. I hope not. I really like that storyline. Yeah. I really think it's really cool. I just, like, gushed about it. I Um, have, like, this whole theory about what's happening in this Kane and Abby scene. Okay. Um, Which is that he, it it involves Vincent, because you can see right after this that Vincent has, like, grabs Kane and, like, throws him down on a table. Oh. Oh, is that Vincent? Yeah, that's Vincent. Oh, it sure so is. I think like Yay, I bring think... him back. 
Yeah, I think something about this and why he pulls away so abruptly has to do with someone coming in the room. Mm. And hmm. I don't know, I'm just like, I'm I'm a little puzzled, but at the same time, I mean, she says to him, first we survive, then we find her humanity again. And he's like, I don't know how I feel about that. And I'm like, you're the one who said it first. Like, I really feel like Vincent has a crush on Abby. And then she's just like, hey, uh, wait, we're not together or anything. Please don't kill yeah. my husband. That, but that's literally like how it feels. Yeah. Like he, he pulls away from Abby because Vincent comes in and then Vincent right, you, so, goes nuts and grabs So Kane. you think this whole trailer, like they're trying, like it's a misdirect. I mean, most of these trailers are misdirects. Yeah. Oh, totally. So yeah. Okay. So the boom, boom gun's going off. There's an explosion. Kane pulls away. There's a candle. Vincent pushes Kane onto the thing. Echo and Murphy are yelling. Zeke shooting. Octavia yelling. Octavia yells attack. She says, no freaking kidding. I didn't actually think they were going to have the war, but it looks like they're really going to have the war. I mean, hopefully we don't have that much to talk about next week because we're just like action sequences. Sure. I like that you're like, hopefully we don't have that much to talk about on our own podcast. (laughs) You know what that reminds me of when like we we watched the Riverdale musical episode, we were like, oh good. They're just singing. We won't have to talk about it. And then we talked for like two and a half hours. We're so (laughs) stupid. Uh, This just did. Um, we will definitely have something to say. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you are so inclined, please leave us a review on iTunes and also fill out that survey. <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> if you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show too. Um, they were just at Comic-Con. I was in the same city as all of them. Oh, I am in the same city as all of them right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we like to talk about that show. Uh, we covered season one. We covered season two. We're going to be doing season three and Sabrina. Yes. Ah. If you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. We finished all of season one and we are also just beginning season two. Season or er, episode 201 is out now featuring Claire from MetaStation. We talked for a really heckin' long time about our buddy Henry Ian Cusick uh, and such. Um, we do a spoiler, no spoilers, and then a spoiler section. So if you're watching for the first time, it's just for you. Yeah. Please join us. It's my favorite show. And if you want to talk about it, we will have you as a guest. We do guests over there because we've got time to edit <laughs> with our guests. So if you're interested in being on our podcast, that's your chance. Come hit, hit us up. up. If you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm like good enough to be on. Yes, you are. Yes, Come you are. hit me up. I We want you. <laughs> all you have to do is ping pong around us exactly. two being morons. Easy. A yeah. monkey could do it. My cat <laughs> does it. You can follow the aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube, the whole shebang. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash the aficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because <sighs> it's expensive. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And I also run at the 100 script. Right now we're kind of on a hiatus because I don't really want to talk about demons which is the episode that I'm on. But usually we post a line every hour of uh, of every episode so mm-hmm. you can like go back and retweet your faves if you want use twitter's advanced search and do some retweeting it's my favorite thing to do yeah. especially because i know robin will see it all yeah oh, i sure do <laughs> join us for our next episode which is 512 damocles part one part i hope one. we're saying that word right i'm pretty sure we are okay if we're not send us a voicemail <laughs> Let if us we're know not just literally tweet are. us and be like you guys are dumb yeah. um and we talked about a little bit about the sword of damocles last time so i guess that's it is it too extra that i actually want the sword to actually be like a real thing you want it to be like an actual like sword in the stone type garbage yeah, yeah. like i just want to see mm, it okay like what would it look yeah. like i have thoughts 
I would like the subtext to be real apparent, please. Yeah, I want the subtext to be literal yeah. text. This this isn't a deep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. I just waved. Oh, I mean, I usually do. I waved bye.